Hey, welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Paolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. Who are giving it anyway? That's right. Now Paolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Season 13. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT. Clank. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. Hey Sam, hey Julie, uh, you know, throwing uh, up random names to the people <laughs> that are listening, you know, if it's your name, then oh my god, <laughs> he's talking to me. But just remember it's from the heart, Yeah, guys. so it's hi Heather, heart. how you going girl, how you going? <laughs> uh, no, hey, hey, we're back, 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 back again by saying this because we literally just dropped the podcast <laughs> um, this morning because we're going to be reviewing both Drag Race UK and, US. and the US and mm-hmm. it's just going to come out one after the other so you guys get double the content. What? So we did debate a little bit, didn't we, about our release Why are you talking? Why are you talking? I ain't finished my intro. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. How are you? How are you, Dr. Tom? I'm great, thank you. Um... Obviously, yeah, you know, this literally is a second job <laughs> podcasting, but it's great because uh, so far both the seasons have been fantastic, engaging, mm. stimulating and entertaining. So I'm here for it. Mm. Well, when you do something that you love, you never have to work a day in your life. Oh my gosh, that's profound. Is, I that, kind of, is that something more Rose said? I, I don't know. No, I, I, some of the ones here are very good. Gossip no. is just the devil's telephone. <laughs> best you just hang up <laughs> anyway it's freezing and storm <laughs> a storm over here decides to open the studio windows <laughs> studio windows. yeah our, our, from our 24th level floor um overlooking all of uk really well if somebody <laughs> didn't decide to fry fish i wouldn't have to uh open the window it was salmon it was salmon sure it was delicious but i need to dry washing and you're stinking the place out i'm sorry some of us i look it's first of all it's lockdown <laughs> so i'm trying to watch my weight okay <laughs> And I know that everyone else can feel that struggle. Everyone else, I mean, who who was Indeed. it? La La Ree was like, remember when we meet the Queen? She yeah. was like, I put on 20 pounds in this lockdown. Like, preach. She got a little thickums. How real is that? Mm. The struggle of a lockdown is putting on weight. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm trying to stay in my calories, well, Tom. I'm you- sorry that I'm counting macros. So fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. I'ma do me. I'ma do Heidi. Okay. <gasps> I hope you bleep that later. <laughs> no. I'm shocked. Now, should we give them a quick recap? Them. Them. Should, should we just do a hi, our friends them. around the world <laughs> from Mauritania? Yeah. To the Philippines. The Philippines to, to Japan. To, we've got a listener in Russia. That one listener that we have in Russia, girl, be careful. You're a hero. Like you, amen. Like you are a hero. Um, we appreciate your your support, but. don't get caught listening to this there, kind there of podcast. There are plenty of people, sadly, in lots of countries around the world who are absolute heroes for any expression of gender or sexuality variance. Mm. So shout out to you guys. So last week, what we saw is the girls doing the typical kind of thing, which is a double mini challenge fashion show. Yeah, well, yeah. So this seems to be now a little template from season 12. Yeah, followed by performance. Yeah. And I'm, I think that we can expect the same from this week. So last the week was the winner. It. The winner circle was last week. This week, we're going to have a look at the... Porkchop girls. The loser's square? No, Porkchop girls. Porkchop ain't no loser, and these girls aren't losers either. Okay, so the Porkchop girls. <laughs> the yeah. loser's square. That's good, though. Um, 
I, um, you know, for the first time in Drag Race history, we've had no eliminations for two full episodes now. It feels like so much longer. I feel like we're like seven, eight episodes in, <laughs> only because I've seen so many lip syncs, which I'm not yeah. mad at. I ain't mad at that. And I so loved many runways. it. And so many runways. And like, no one's gone home yet. I, I, I mean, then we thought they were going home and then they're actually brought back. And then it's just like... <laughs> I'd say whatever anybody thinks about like the treatment of the girls in terms of like thinking they were going home in the first episode and that sort of thing, which was cruel they're getting three episodes of airtime at least every single girl because they're all appearing in each episode whichever group they're in even if briefly and no season has had that before do you know what it's kind of it's kind of like you know how we really enjoy the split opening where we get mm. half of the girls and then the next half and the next episode we kind of are getting that just we in are. a different way aren't we just, it was almost like we had a prelude episode about how they were split yeah that's kind of all it was so yeah it's, it's a split episode we get to see both of them it's not just looking and seeing their fashion we actually get to know them a bit more and we've now seen everyone lip sync so i feel like I know these girls. I know her. I went to middle school with her. That's how I feel. It's really nice. I feel like we're being spoiled, actually. It's, yeah. it's a, I mean, the question is, Will, how are they going to integrate them possibly at the end of this episode? And is anybody finally going to be eliminated at the end of this yeah. episode? Or will we go three episodes without any eliminations for the first time in Drag Race history? <laughs> okay, so... I'm going to assume, I mean, I've already seen it. We've seen the first half just now, and it is going to follow that same template with the pork chop girls, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I do want to have a little talk about Candy Muse. Now, Candy <laughs> Muse in The Untucked was very, very emotional. Like she, she was. was. She was. There's a lot of emotions for Safe, except she didn't know she was safe, did she? Well, she got one of the harshest critiques, actually her and Gottmik. Yeah. Um, although, I think Gottmik's runways really redeemed her. <sighs> but um, like, when does the runway, I mean, the runway hardly... I mean, it's hit or miss whether the, also, the runway contributes to Defo. saving you from the bottom. Oh, it depends on what they're after, isn't it? Just it depends on their mood on the given day. And also, we loved Candy's individual performance. She just got lost in the choreo, like really quite lost. Yeah. You uh, know what? She, you know who she's reminding me of, Candy? She rem she's reminding me of Jaden Dior Fierce. Now, when Jaden oh. Dior Fierce came in, she yeah. was like the big girl, large and in charge, like really, really confident and very, very, mm -hmm, like all of that, like very, very little, like very, very high hard and then mm. but she was no she did she came off very very no, confident i disagree with that i'd say that Jaden was confident but sweet she wasn't she didn't have a confrontational edge to it i didn't say she was confrontational no but you said she was hard i don't think <laughs> i don't think hard confrontational like hard like yeah 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 um, this is me i'm Jaden. like she was very but she was very there confident but i would say still like a different kind of archetype to um candy I, what I'm getting at is that she came off very confident, but mm -hmm. she ended up being the one who cried a lot. Well, do you remember Max lifting her up during the uh, the Shakespeare challenge? Yes, Max that. gave her some one-on-one -on -one counseling. <laughs> and she was like, you got this, you got this. And she was like, really? And Max was like, yes. And then she was fine. Yeah, she was <laughs> well, like Candy Muse coming in there with all the talk. And I love the talk. I mean, you don't know what she's saying half the time. <laughs> like, but I'm assuming, energy, I'm assuming that what she's saying is gold content. You yeah. know, like there's a, there's a gif on her talking and everyone's like, what is she saying? And then uh, I'm... I commented like I'm a, I don't have a sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, I could get me a sugar daddy because what I'm, I mean, she could be saying that for all we know, but she's so endearing. But like she's breaking down straight away at the first sign of her um, being in the bottom. Like it's that a, confidence is just gone. It's exactly what we said before that actually there's a lot of veneer and bluster 
with Candy. And underneath, I think, is quite a vulnerable person. I think the persona that she projects does not represent the person underneath very well at all. Yeah. So, okay, let's get into the mini challenge. Now, the girls mm. have to show two looks. Do you want to tell me what the looks are? So it's the same as last week. It's Lady and the Vamp. So basically like a day look and a nighttime look. That's the, yes. that's the idea. That's the concept. So we've got our pork chop girls who have returned. And they're grateful for their second chance. And they're here to stomp the runway. Can I just say that Lady and the Vamp is literally the same as day and night look, isn't it? Because when I look at last week's, and I'm going to reference the one that comes to me automatically is Candy Muse. Mm -hmm. She did look like um, a vampress in the daytime and then a vampress in the nighttime. Like, you know, that. do you remember her looks? The white wig? Well, yeah. Well, actually, um, she looked quite gothic and vampiric in the the lady day, look. Yes, and in the nighttime she was an actual vampire. I feel like a demon vampire. In the night, in the night look, she was like in a in a fembot inspired kind of Apollonia six, Teddy Nighty thing. Tom, I, I don't, I don't. Again, oh no, that was the runway. Again, I don't think that was the runway. What was her nighttime look? Tom, just keep, just have a sip. Just have another sip. Because she absolutely really need absolutely needs to shut the hell up. But what are you wrong note, sugar? Wrong what was note. her other look? It was that the the horns, the red, the uh, latex. Why? The, the Venus banana armor look. Yes, Tom. Thank mm. you. Are you are you caught up? Yeah. Are you here? Yeah. Are you on Staten Island? <laughs> are you in Wales right now, Tom? I, I, I can't go to Wales. <laughs> can't go anywhere. Damn, Brexit hit you hard, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through the looks. Um the first one to walk the runway is our Miss Denali. So Denali comes out with this bright yellow hair. And do you know what? This seems to be a bit of a go-to silhouette for Denali, the kind of like skater dress silhouette. Um, to me, it's a little bit of a nod to uh, the uh, a recent Moschino runway, which was very like Court of Versailles, but in candy colours. It's that kind of thing. Yep. What Are we tooting think? or booting it? I mean, it's a toot, but I'm getting a little bit bored of the silhouette. Yeah. Um, this is the lady look. Yeah. I'm going to say... Lady. I don't see lady in there. It looks like a smurf jizzed on her leg. <laughs> Do you agree? And then she's got that kind of Lady Gaga telephone hair. Yeah, that, that bright yellow pee-pee hair. Yeah, pee-pee. Mm -hmm. Pee-pee yellow. <laughs> the pee-pee yellow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, ni that's a nice comparison, isn't it? I'm sure she'd be <laughs> flattered by that. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it a boot. Oh, okay. And what are you giving it? I'll give it a two because it's pretty, but it's a safe two. Okay. Now we've got Joey J here to pick up her children. Now this is very... From like, the Upper East Side. I feel like... Of she's, Liverpool. She's like one of Kanye West's exes here. Like she's raided Amber Rose's wardrobe. She's raided Kim Kardashian's wardrobe and just found the dregs. Frankly, I'm really not a fan of this. She's got this chainmail like long sleeve mini dress and the furs and stuff. Okay, I appreciate the like mix of textures, but altogether it it does not it does not read as expensive or lady to me. It gives me more femboy than drag queen, especially with the short hair. And I know yeah. that's a signature and I respect that, but with this look, it would have actually been I would have known who that girl was if she had flowing raven tresses. Yep. You know? It just would have completed the look a bit yeah. more. It would have or made it more obvious what they were what hood. she was going for. If the chainmail thing had had a hood in a very Amber Rose sort of reference. So you're tooting or booting it? I'm gonna boot that actually. Yeah, I'm gonna I I I'm gonna toot it. No, I'm gonna boot it. You are gonna boot it, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Leave so, it be written. So um, Rosé spells it out and says this This is inspired by the Moschino um, 2017 sort of paper doll runway that they did. Obviously, it's, it's a nod to it. It's not a direct homage to any of those looks, I don't think. I do like this a lot. It's very pop art to me. So I see like little references to Keith Haring, Roy Lichtenstein, even Mondrian. Um, and it's it's like a lovely kind of like pop art collage. Again, PP yellow hair, but we'll forgive it. Um, overall, I like this very much. I Trend think it- alert! Lemon hair. I know, yeah. Do you know what? This is going to look so amazing on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. With the filter. Like, I, I can just see this on Instagram looking amazing with the filter and the slight editing, but like it, it's art. It will be it will be more appreciated in that format. Like for me, seeing in real life, yeah. it needs to be so polished in order for you to get away with it. I, like, I, I can yeah. see what they're going for. I okay. don't. I personally don't think that it was a look at me like I'm some kind of fashionista. Okay, I, first of all, I do not have MOA. <laughs> I am not a fashion student, <laughs> but like I have eyes. <laughs> So therefore, said. I am qualified. <laughs> I, I kind of get what you're going for. If you look really closely, it looks a little bit homemade and crafty. There are yeah. a couple. She says it's hand painted, and in a couple of bits, you can see. The you know, se- I believe her. The seams with the stitching are visible, but overall, I like it a lot. I think it's creative, and it's a really interesting silhouette. I saw the tights, and they were re-upped. So I'm gonna give this uh, a, a boot. Okay, well that's your prerogative. On to Tamisha Iman looking a million dollars in this gab. She's a bit Dorothy Dandridge. She's a bit Elizabeth Taylor. And I know that she is going down to the pool to have a cocktail. I love the look from the neck down. Not the hair. The hair's a bit the, flat. The hair, the hair needed to be either more straight and sleek or more bigger. What she needs I is... I think it was just like... it's That wig she's wearing, she needs one more of those on top of it and she'd be perfect but this color scheme is beautiful it's like a very raspberry no, that- she's miss raspberry like bb zara benet <laughs> no that was miss mandarin oh, so- <laughs> <laughs> close she's look, I'm, giving this, I'm giving this look a two i really like uh, that looks expensive it, it's elegant i love the kind of opulent um, it's really yeah, opulent embellished it's very opulent yeah. i love the embellished chiffon over the harem and this kind of monochromatic is really good i love it talk to me about utica so i'm seeing kind of like lisa frank's coloring book in a in a shift mini dress with these balls um i like it one criticism that little bubble gun needs to be bigger because it's, this is drag. Okay. And I, and I can't see it in her hand. I really, really like it. It's kind of like a cross between Alaska's candy dress and Trinity's club look. And a little bit of um, Gigi's balls look. And yes, yeah. and Gigi's balls look. And, and think- a little bit Naomi Smalls's cat look from All Stars. Would you with- say it's a concoction of um, previous contestants' inspirations? But very Utica all the same. But yeah, yeah. it's like... I put it all in there, but make it Utica. I think it's cool. I, I think she... One thing that's really consistent with Utica is really playing with patterns, textures, and colors. Yes. She, which will really, really appeal to you. Some of her looks I don't think will appeal to me because I don't like really complex color combinations very often. I really like this one. This one's a two for me. This is really, really cute, and I like it. Next up, we two. have Kimura Hall, who's um oh, holding it up a little. Fashionably late. Now, this is so chic and so beautiful so she mentions kate middleton but i see like a hitchcock 
heroin. She'd give me Tippy Hedren. She'd give me Grace Kelly. She'd give me a little bit of Mildred Ratchet. But of course, we know that that was very Hitchcock referencing. Very much. This 50s sort of Dior silhouette. Yes. Um, also reminds me of this, this amazing B-movie called Invaders from Mars. And the women in it are the most chic women you've ever seen in your life. And the lady doctor in it, I've forgotten her name. It's like Dr. Carter or something. She looks a bit like this. This kind of like white monochromatic, very smart. She looks like someone look. from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I that. mean? Yeah. And that's a movie. I'm not. I'm not like. <laughs> we know it's a movie, dear. <laughs> it's a movie. Everyone who's listening, yeah. don't don't come for me. Now, the next one we're going to go for is the theme of vamp. Damn. Okay, the first one to walk down is Denali. Denali Bonham Carter. Denali Bonham <laughs> Carter. She's she's there. She's she's hiding a Horcrux. <laughs> she's hiding a Horcrux underneath. That, that boosty yes. oh. So th- this is a lovely look. Now she. Now I'm not telling her where her references come from, but like she mentions a Moschino runway, and certainly like the the I've escaped from a burnt building thing is there. But to me, it's a lot more Alexander McQueen, um, like 2013 with all the exposed boning in the skirt thing. That's very McQueen. That is, yes, yes. To me. So to me, she, this is every inch Helena Bonham Carter wearing McQueen on a red carpet. Very Tim Burton and yeah. Edward Scissor Sister, Scissor Scissor's <laughs> hand. I love Edward Scissor's sister. That's well, a concept. I, I think that's what, I mean, if he had a sister, here she is walking around my RuPaul's if, Drag if, Race. If you're going to Scissor Sister with Edward Scissor hands, be careful though. Okay. Joey J walking down again with no wig. I mean, choices. So, so she's making, she's making her signature look known. Now to me, like there's a bit of 90s Versace about like the black and the chains and stuff. And she reminds me of the lead singer of Roxette, uh, Maria Fredrickson. Um, I don't know. Away I don't now, know actually. her. You know, Roxette must have been love, but it's over now. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know that singer. one. So she often wore these kind of like black tough looks and she had cropped platinum blonde hair. Look, I really like this look. I think it looks amazing. I love the fit. I love the padding. I love the little details. It, I, I think it looks it's nice. The other ones, I'm giving her a two. This is a two and for I like, me. I like the nod to Marie Hendricks, uh, Fredrickson. What about Rosé? Now, I'll tell you what Rosé gives me. Rosé gives me Mortal Kombat Raven. Oh, I and love drag. that. Yes. Raiden has Raiden. Oh, Raiden. <laughs> Raiden and drag. Yes. I think and, it's and amazing. And Kung Lao as well. But this is actually a very, very specific Alexander McQueen reference. The runway I was just talking about with the exposed like bone ink skirts. They also had these uh, like lampshade-esque headpieces. This is gorgeous. So it's the same sort of runway. It also reminds me a little bit of like um, Gautier's kind of like exposed boning corsets that Madonna sported in one of her recent tours as well. God, look at you throwing up these references. It's, it's really, really lovely it's one of my favorites though but yeah i love the kind of idea of like snm dominatrix raiden (laughs) um tanisha coming down with a bit of morticia meets who's that um who's that really really fair one she's always a judge on this with the black hair that look the black hair judge oh elvira i i I think that she's giving me black elvira yes i love that and a, a very well done hairdress here because i like the contrast between the sequins and the sleekness of the hair can i pause you there have you noticed that every time they go for the long shot the camera's not in focus have you noticed that? Just wait. Wait till they, wait, when they walk to the end of the runway, they're always out of focus. Okay. Well, Look, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> I did think this is another like Jeremy Scott nod as well. Because, Which one? Um, Tamisha's look because he did a, a Yeti punk runway that was like a lot of hair. <gasps> Are you calling her a Yeti? What Yeti Tom. punk was the name of the runway? Tom, we can't, we can't, we can't hear that. 
The, the Yeti is a mythical creature. <laughs> Jackie. Oh, I don't know what to say. Beast. <laughs> Beast. I think she looks stunning. Do you know what? To me, she just makes me smile. She gets toots all the way. You know what? She comes across as professional. 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 She she really she's really got that vibe about her. And I really, yeah. you know what? She's like she demands your respect. Yeah, like, I, I feel like I feel like rapport respects her just because. Side note: I looked at some old footage of Tamisha lip syncing the other day, and. That girl um, can turn a lip sync. Amen. I've seen them as well. Yeah. Also, her children. There's this one of one of her um children lip syncing to "I Need a Hero," mm. and um a guy comes out in a Superman costume onto <laughs> the stage, looking around, looking around, and then he and just as he leaves the stage, looking for someone, someone falls from the ceiling into, into a split. That's such a famous piece of footage. Oh, I love it. Is she my, one of Tamisha's children? Yes, there's one of Tamisha's children. I, if you're listening, you have to go look for that. I literally was like, what the hell? Do you know what I have to say about that? Talent breeds talent. It's it's amazing. If you, if you haven't seen that, please Google or YouTube it. Now, talk to me about Kimura Hall walking down. Now, I, I do love Kimura's style. And there's a lot that I love about this very distinctly Mughal silhouette with the broad shoulders, the wasp waist. The only thing I hate about it is the hair. I'm not a fan of wet look hair anyway, and this is not well done wet look hair, unfortunately. But I do like the, the kind of I am in a 90s goth pop band vibe that she's giving me and i would listen to her music based on her look okay i just think it's nice i think it's so chic and elegant though and that's her that's her brand yeah this girl knows clothes and she can wear clothes yeah oh believe me she's believe I'm, me. I'm looking at it tom i can i can see it i can see i have eyes remember um <laughs> uh, toodle boot two two uh, apart from the hair i will boot the hair um, now, now we have Utica. Now, to me, I don't, I don't. What I see here, yet, you know that painting of Ophelia. Um, I forget the artist is Millet, I, I think. I just think this looks like theater. You know the painting of Ophelia floating in the pond, and her hair's behind her, and there's water lilies and stuff. Yes. That's what oh, she gives me. like America's Next Top Model character yes. in the pool yes, and the yes, hairs yes. and they, they got that. Oh, and okay. also Kylie Minogue did it in the video she did with Nick Cave. Yep. So that's what she gives me. She doesn't mention that as a reference, but that that's what I see. I mean, it's very Edwardian with their burgundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's just like layers of like vampiric silk kind of thing, isn't yeah. it? A little bit interview with a vampire. No, you know, like the, the naughty vampires in that. She could be a lady from that clan. I just think it looks like art. Art, 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 art. Did somebody mention art? I think it really looks like art. I think that's going to look so amazing as a picture Mm -hmm. as well. I just think it's so theatrical. I just think it's drama. I think it's fashion. Can I give one minor criticism? This is so picky. Um, I wish the cape hit the ground. Okay. It ruined the drama a little bit. Did it? Yeah. Did it? It did. Okay. (laughs) What were your favorite looks? I want you to give me your favorite lady look and your favorite vamp look. My favourite uh, vamp look may well have been Rosé, with the very direct McQueen reference. Yep. Uh, my favourite... Sorry, that was vamp. Vamp. Vamp, yeah. Okay. My favourite lady look may have been Kimura because she was so chic and elegant. She is a woman. I... Um, and it could have been Rosé. I love Rosé's uh, there as well. I like Utica's Edwardian vamp look and also Raiden. Yeah, I like Rose doing Raiden, Helena Bonham Carter as well. I'm gonna say that my favorite uh, lady look was Tanisha. Oh, she's both of her looks are like in my top three. 
just probably not my top two. Okay. All right, let's move on. Look, I want to talk about Ka Mora. Ka Mora. Okay. Now, we had a little moment where we saw that she takes about five to six hours to paint her face. Well, get ready, top to toe. To paint her face. (laughs) How on earth does it take five to six hours to do makeup on her for example my face is quite masculine in the sense that so it's, it's mask for mask it's, yeah you know she, like you're a, a toxic my face is so toxic masculinity you guys will hate <laughs> it it's, it's COVID you're conventionally no, handsome no, she's I, I've got, got a really ma- like you know my, you, I'm a guy She's got a bone structure that's great for drag. Exactly. She's and she's got bones, the soft skin, skin as well. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't see a hair on that face. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I think she shaved off her eyebrows. <laughs> How does it take five to six hours to paint that face? Well, I would say that that's probably to do with perfectionistic personality traits. And her face doesn't look like it does, it's, you know, like it's, it's very, very, like, beautiful, but like, th- going out. It's not, like, dramatic, like, um... It's the other those, girls. It's those like beats that look light that actually have a lot of work put into them. You know, like there's that thing like, I don't want it to be natural, but I want it to look natural. It's that. Okay. And she, it looks like a light beat, but I'm certain that a lot of work goes into it. But I think she's probably a bit perfectionistic. You can tell that by her attention to detail and how flawless she looks from head to toe. I mean, I don't I get it. I don't get I, it. I've not seen a single flaw on oh well, apart from that i did not like that red hair, red hair actually but other than that i did I mean, I've not seen many flaws with kimura production looked like they're gonna start without her because she was still They'd getting ready yeah well exactly because we know from valentina you know the stories yeah. of her holding up the line like yeah. who's after peppermint <laughs> it was valentina i swear <laughs> to, it was valentina I'm, I'm answering the question right now it was her like why are like them brand new like the, the valentina the- and all the other girls have said that she would just take her time and then they'll be like they'll just wait for her they're never going to send a girl looking like boiled shite onto the runway, are they? I don't... Well, yeah, I've seen a few looks that look... <laughs> they looked unfinished, unpolished. The show wants to look good. And the, the whole ethos is the show is like, look at these legendary children mm. that you want to buy into. Yeah, well, there was that moment. Look, before we get into the um, a Maxi Challenge, actually, I'll tell you what it is. It's, they are basically doing the same as last week. So they're yeah. doing a performance to Phenomenon. And it goes, Phenomenon, you're number one. Phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah, and they each have to write their own individual verse and then they got to work together to create choreography yes now let's just have a look at this process that they go through, okay? because they come off the stage after doing their runway like oh my god i'm here for this i'm here for the sisterhood <laughs> you know they're all like lovey-dovey and then they get into this moment where they need to decide who's going to be the choreographer now, um, we seem to have a few choreographers there. Yes. We've got Rosé, who, you know, that's what she does. She's a singer. She's a dancer. Stephanie's child. And then um, Denali's there going, well, you know, I'm a professional. Um, professional? I, I teach her professionally in skating as well. And then Miss Joey J um, wants to put up her hand. And she's like, well, i got six years of ballroom. <laughs> we already know that Tanisha and her dynasty, she choreographs, she she does the damn thing. Tamisha visibly holds back from this point on though. Because like she says, there are things that I used to be able to do that I cannot do. And we know that because she has had the worst year with her health and she's conquered cancer, bless her heart. Um, so she's an amazing survivor, but that takes its toll. And we've seen from old videos, she can buck, she can flip, she can kick, but she's still in recovery. Yep. So she cannot do... And I think... 
in that respect, and probably combined with her own sense of maturity, she feels that this is the time for her to hold back and observe. Well, I think what she sees is a lot of enthusiastic young <laughs> queens. Do you know which bit who, I, I loved when she said, who gave the kids the candy because they're excited? Well, they were because they're all just going, they're just talking amongst themselves, throwing out all these ideas. Mm. The first thing that they should have done is chosen a leader. Yes. It looks like maybe off camera they selected Denali, but there just yeah. was, it didn't sound, it didn't look like they had made that decision. Denali won the rock, paper, scissors basically, off camera. I just want to know, Joey J's like, I got six years of ballroom. If she said that to me and I was in the mix of wanting to be choreographer for mm-hmm. the group, I would have been like, well, sit your ass down. That's not, a, that's a partner. That's partnering. That's it's too narrow. That's, that's partnering. Yeah. This is ensemble. So you can, you can, you can shush. Now, nah, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's next? Who's next? Um, That's it. But there was no consensus. All the groups were bantering between themselves. Like my purse is Fenty. My purse is Prada. My purse is Gucci. <laughs> like put the purses away. It literally was that. Like just make a decision. Like, mine's is bigger. Like, that's what they're doing i think i really got the sense that even though like denali was the de facto leader if you like rose was really really making an effort to kind of undermine her she's that person in dance class that always asks questions yeah like okay is it one two three four five Mm. six seven or is it one two three four five six seven and it's not that she needs to know that but it's her way of saying like do you really know what you're doing like really, really know. It's a doing. way of questioning. It's yeah. a way of like it's you know, undermining. It was undermining behavior. Absolutely there. And then um the thing is, we got Kay Hall there, Kamiska Mora, who has two left feet. She's in Struggle Town and she's just not picking it up. And so none of those three girls were willing to pay attention to that. Not willing to pay attention to that. It's a group number and they all need to look good. They were more focused on themselves. It was Tamisha who spoke up about Kimora and tried to help her and make everybody realize they really need to tone it down a bit for her. Or slow it down yeah. for Kimora. But one thing is, I I always find this, if there's someone brand new, because Kimora looked brand new, uh-huh. I would have, instead of doing it to counts, like one, two, three, four, I would have just done the choreography to the song because Mm -hmm. she'll know the lyrics and she'll know the points to do so i put my arm on this word and this song because she would know the song by now Mm -hmm. obviously but then once you have to learn the counts and you start choosing about the counts and then the song plays and you're like okay how do i do the counts to the song Mm -hmm. and like if she doesn't have that built in her already that's another thing she has to overcome it's a really good point so they really should have just done it if if that would have made it better for them to progress uh-huh. they should have done that because you're only as strong as your weakest link well i don't know that's in competition so this is that's that's competitive like what we would do if if there was someone that wasn't picking it up we'd sideline them <laughs> or would hide them <laughs> in the back <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> you hide them so it was just it was really it was really awesome to be yeah. honest it was like and then we got miss joey j doing strict the soleil on the ground there twirling Cirque around okay it was just like it was it was an amazing mess and it's so the opposite of the last week girls who were no one wanted to be choreographer yeah last week and then over here everyone i think everyone's trying to prove themselves well, because, because they're, they're trying to rise up from the bottom these girls have nothing to lose like i need to stamp my mark on this competition and there are three very vocal girls trying to do that it's stamping my mark but it's also asserting me i'm asserting myself as mm-hmm. the best creator like yeah I, know, I that's what it is as well all the dancing queens 
queens want to be the best dancing queen. Yes. And we always see the same from the fashion girls. They always want to have the best runways. Mm-hmm. It's very, very natural. Yeah. And then we have some lovely workroom stuff. I mean, I could listen to Tamisha talk all day about the house of Iman. I can hear to I'll tell you the people who are the talking heads of this world. Lawrence Cheney from UK season yeah. two. Yeah. Lala Ree. Yeah. Simone and Tamisha. Tamisha's fantastic. They need someone get them a Nick Netflix special. <laughs> Absolutely. Why was I stuttering there? <laughs> someone get them a Netflix special. And I mean, like, what did you mentioned her daughter earlier? Oh, yeah, and so, she brought her up. So, everyone, yeah. just to show you how amazing I am and how like mm. current I am <laughs> and how encyclopedic I am. In terms of drag. We literally just saw Tamisha explain the Superman, the I need a hero. Mm. She just explained it, telling yeah. everyone that that was her daughter. They even showed the clip. So, you don't need to Google it anymore. No. You just need to watch the show <laughs> to see exactly what I was talking about before. And everyone's pretty gagging. They're gagging that that's her daughter. Yeah. I want to talk about something in the work room about Kamora Hall can I just one little thing about Tamisha I loved how she spoke with pride about her daughter without like trying to snatch credit for her as Mm -hmm. some people might be tempted to do I just like Tamisha's like my favorite plus 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 and I love the way that the show is finally finally doing justice to an older black queen because they're so often not done right on the show the only queen who I can think of who's really been celebrated, was, apart from Latrice, think of queens like Kennedy, Jasmine. Yeah. They got done dirty. Older queens and black queens, and she's the Venn diagram crossover here, but she's really, really being appreciated by the show, and I love to see it. All right. So back to Kamora Hall. Kamora Hall does drag, not full time, and there was a little confession that her Mm. partner of eight years doesn't really support the drag thing she kind of well i want to talk about this it sounded more complex than that because she specifically said it's not like he doesn't support me but i feel the need to largely conceal this part of my life and only do drag twice a month when she's clearly passionate about the well the art of drag but specifically the sense of presenting beauty and fashion it, the strongest sense that I got is they're not really talking about it. Like, I'm not in their relationship. I don't know. But it, it just seemed like, oh, this is what we understand. I conceal it mostly. And he doesn't really Be- talk to me about it. Is it because he doesn't approve? But, like, I got the sense as well that maybe Kimura might have assumed that a little bit. Or it might have manifested in his behavior. And that led her to feel that. But I don't know if they're talking about it. Have they sat down and have a conversation? Like, like, babe, I'd like to do drag weekly. Um, is that cool? Or I want to actually keep my stuff here and not in the storage unit. She keeps her stuff in the storage unit. They've been together for eight years. I mean... It sounds to me like he's just not into the whole drag thing. No, they're just. But you go into a relationship with your eyes open. Hold on, hold on. Back it up. But she hasn't been doing drag for eight years. So uh, w- this was not... Look, I'm, I'll talk from the boyfriend's part. This okay. is not what I got into. I, I marry. I, I got with a, a, a guy who doesn't do drag. But Kimura is a, is a feminine gay man, and like, clearly he, he loves the person behind Kimura, who is a feminine gay man. Is it too much of a leap to appreciate the way that she embraces fashion and beauty, and by extension goes into the world of drag? 
it's a different thing. It's 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 not what I'm just trying to speak from him. It's not what he signed up for, and maybe that's just not what he likes. In which case, like they either need to talk about it, or like I'm not telling them what to sell. But can you can you can you be in a relationship where you have to hide large parts of your life? No, can you? What I wouldn't say so. I don't. Yeah, Kamora. I, I just want Kamora to be happy. That's yes. my priority here. Yep. And it seems like maybe that's kind of holding her back. Yeah, they they're feeling that. I'm I'm feeling that this is holding her back. It's essentially hiding a big part of your life. She hiding a big part of what she likes. Hopefully, hopefully, this airing forces a conversation and they they meet some resolution yeah because i feel like it's a lack of communication and that's the issue i want to hear more about it so i'm gonna stay tuned watch that space let's get to the maxi challenge now what is the theme for the runway um it's sheer sheer khan no it's sheer sheer it's sheer fabric let's take a look at the maxi stage all right, we've just seen the maxi stage performance of mm-hmm. Phenomenon, and I just want to say straight off the bat, this was better than the last week, girls. It felt like a real event. There was a lot of fight behind them. I really, really enjoyed this. It wasn't just the event and the fight. It was just better in every way. The raps mm. quality, the raps were better from all of the girls. The choreography um, on stage, the ensemble was Really good. It's probably one of the best choreographies I've seen from a challenge of this sort, you know, where they have to yeah. create their own choreography a, um, and the team yes. and do the rap. This is probably the best so far out of everyone. And there it, was engagement throughout. There was changes. There was, it was just really, really good. It was they, very clever. They had this very like Spice Girls-esque look about them where they were kind of individuals but coordinated. Like, they're all in dance costumes but expressing their individuality through them. That's fashion. You're talking about the fashion, aren't you, Tom? So even the fashion was on point. Look, it was just really, really good. They have beaten the girls from last week and it's amazing because these girls are, you know, they are the pork chop girls. These (laughs) girls are apparently not the non-performers. I think they were so determined, though, by virtue of being the pork chop loading dock girls. It gave them that their fire mm-hmm. they gave them their mm-hmm. fire now let's break down the girl's performance now denali her verse was everything the rhythm the flow was on point the lyrics were on point the choreography the splits the kick the the duck walk the i mean she was <laughs> what a way to start off and what a way to lead the girls through the number because now, they had just opened up she led them in with this first verse it was dynamic it was amazing so i think it really would have amped the other girls up to mm-hmm. see that energy come out because the energy stays on stage and you pick it up when you oh. move into that space oh, yes. i think that's it like if i was performing on stage and she had just killed it off very very early on if i was nervous and i saw someone be amazing i would feed off that energy and i would feel off that vibe and it would just give me that confidence so mm. i think that she led this very well props uh, anyone who makes transformers reference gets plus 10 points in my book <laughs> so when she says strong like a megatron i was like i'm a phenomenon thank you denali we're all strong like megatrons she said megatron and then she brought it back to phenomenon which was the name of the song she was just ticking all the boxes i agree with you like the 
the acrobatics and the mixing up of singing and rapping and the changes in rhythm was really, really fun. And she was a real standout. Now, she was doing all these tips and tricks. And I remember you saying while we were watching that she was very Jan-esque. However, I, the difference between her and Jan is that Jan was doing flips, tricks, splits, backdrops. She was doing all of that to a music theatre jazz number, wasn't it? Or was you think you think it's the tone know of me. it? It's like, don't know me. It felt more appropriate to this occasion than with Jan. She's like, Marsha, 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 move over, kids. It's Jan. The girl next door <laughs> so much more. You can't stop but to stay. She was just like very, very like doing doing the mostest. But the song it's, it's didn't. Stayed in our head though. Yeah, we but love the song. Jan, yeah, we? I mean, she was so extra. The song didn't call for that movement. The song didn't call for like. The, that extra however this song did so yeah. that's the difference here i think denali was amazing again the flow um icy spicy for you pricey like it was just mm-hmm. like like she's a this is a real rap verse like Nicki minaj will be stealing lines she'll be stealing <laughs> lines from this girl that's what i thought that's what i thought now joey J knows her body she is in control of her movements. Her lines are very, very well done. You can tell yeah. that she's got some sort of background with dancing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. She should have won the lip sync against Candy Muse. We agreed on that. Yeah. And I, I do think Candy's personality took her through. Yep. Um, I, would Joey... I loved the like semaphore-esque moves, which worked well with her. The, the like, beta, gamma, yeah. delta, and she had all of that. Military look. She was very like pink. Walked onto the set of Destiny's Child. Absolutely, survivor. That. Yep. Um, and overall, very, very good. I enjoyed Joey. Like even when I was watching her around, I just love her move. Her move. I love the way she moves. I love the yeah. um, the, the you know the purpose in her movement. I love the tension mm. in her purpose, moves. I like that. And also, yeah. like you know that that spinning on the ground thing mm-hmm. that she you know she obviously was spinning a bit too much. Like you know she was like <laughs> she was going for it, and she kind of went past her end point in that spin. But even though she finished off it, she made it work. Yes. Like, no one knows you make a mistake when you're center until you tell them. And she how do you tell them? You look shocked in the face. You do a Candy Muse last week who was like center. She, she was slaying it in center yeah. with her verse. And then all of a sudden, she's like looking around and like, <laughs> like you know, she literally was like, okay, I've, I've stuffed up. I've it up. <laughs> that's what she did. But that's what, I do want to say that Joey's, her rap was, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't on the same level as Denali's. It wasn't, it was, it was for me, it was very meh. And I always find it kind of cringing. Maybe the word is kiss us when they mention RuPaul okay, in, yeah. in their rap. I just find that you don't need to do that. You know? I, I, I would but agree. But that's just me. That's it was, just me. It wasn't a standout like rap or vocal performance, but her physicality on stage. Yes. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now let's talk about Miss Kimura Hall, who um who came in and she kind of changed the the rhythm. She kind of changed the, the rap flow. It was more of a... Uh, it was like a bridge. You know the bridge in a song? It was a little palate cleanser, yes, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Because... Up until that moment, it was like high energy. It was like sharp. It was dynamic. And then she comes in and she kind of slows it down. Like you said, a palate cleanser. Uh-huh. She, But for me, it felt more like a. it was a bridge. Yeah. It was the bridge. She had different energies to the others. There weren't like lots of dynamic dance moves. She gave really good face and she looked beautiful. But she's beautiful. Um, like again, like I'm sure that's a Mackie dress that she's wearing. It's very like Tina or Cher. 
Um, looked stunning. Less sure of her dance moves, yes. probably. But still, like, I loved how the girls, like, just allowed, allowed her to breathe. And she had, like, a moment for the spotlight to shine on her. She, To me, she didn't look confident. And the reason I say this is because I see the way she walks the runway. I see the way she walked in. That confidence that she feels when she's wearing a gown and feels sexy and beautiful. Mm. And, like, she owns the room. Like, especially in, in episode one. I just yeah. felt like she just had this amazing confidence. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that in this performance yeah, at all. Fair I didn't fair see enough. it at all. And like again, all eyes are on you. You're in the center. It was but, one of those like not not terrible in any way. No, it wasn't. But perhaps a little overshadowed. Yeah, it just didn't. Yeah, it was definitely because you know everyone seems to be dancers and um, well, there's room for everyone. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. To- to quote Gia. Yeah. Yeah. Now, she does this nice reveal. Now, this is another thing that I liked about the ensemble choreography performance is that a lot of the passing over to the next girls, it was like passing a bed and it was yeah. like tag. Do you know what I mean? A, a girl a didn't. Synergy. A girl, yeah. A yeah. girl didn't just come out of nowhere. There was like in the beginning, we see Denali uh, move off back center stage to go to stage left at the back yeah. and then coming through that was Joey J mm-hmm. and now we see in Kimura Hall who does that little engagement piece with, with Joey, Joey J in yeah. center like there was just there was engagement and then they both part to opposite yes. sides and then Rosé comes through mm-hmm. in the middle I just thought that the way that they passed it on was just so clean and it's, just so cl- just really really everything just made sense and felt- everything made flow like your Mm -hmm. eyes your eyes weren't struggling to see where to go they were showing you plain and simple where to look that aspect felt sophisticated to me and i'm i ain't no dancer or choreographer but it was the mark of good choreography for me in the sense it was intricate and it was complementary and And they 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 framed each other and it was simple it really was it was gorgeous now let's talk about rosé i really felt like i was listening to a pop song her Best voice vocals. is nice to listen to. We were talking yeah. about Spice Girls before, <laughs> and we were, um, we were saying who would like. I'm not. I don't think they're the best singers. I think the only one who can probably sing would have to be Baby Spice and was it Mel C. We agreed that they were probably the best vocalists, didn't we? Um, but Mel C. We kept on saying. Strongest vocals, probably not the, the, the nicest most appealing tone. tone at yeah. times. Yeah, she's yeah, definitely yeah. the most talented singer technically, but she didn't have a nice, the, the best sounding tone. A the bit tone is how, yeah, times, the tone yeah. was very, very. It wasn't nice to listen to, but it was, it was technically well. Comparing that to Rose, like I, li- I like hearing her voice. It was yeah. very pop songy. I mean, I liked it. I, I would see Rose as like Jan on a mood stabilizer. So she's like, she has the same like level of talent. And she's multi-skilled, but reigns it in a little bit. I love the the change. I love the differences. I love the the just the vocal dance between. We have the two girls coming in and they're rapping, and then we had this kind of poetry um, palate cleanser from Kamora, and then in in walks Rose with the vocal chops. Yeah, and it was it was very very good. Um, and- obviously, she knows how to move. Now she does this thing. I don't. I'm not mad at her. Where her death drop is more of a death slide. Yeah, like a death drop. As in, your leg shouldn't slide out. You should fall onto your back straight down Mm -hmm. and your leg 
pops out it doesn't slide the moon was, but she kind of slides into it maybe that's something new maybe that's something um that she's invented <laughs> it's a trance i don't i don't know but yeah um one thing i didn't like is that she spent an eight count yeah facing the back fully agree with that like i think she made a choice to make a gag about like flashing her bloomers but she could have framed it a bit differently and been she could have turned her head round to deliver some of the lines it, it did not sit well that i couldn't see her face for that amount of time because it's an eight count and like your verse ain't that long and you're trying to obviously feel that verse with you and so when you're performing to the back of the stage you're performing to the back of the stage and we don't get to see you so you're not singing to me so i spent an eight count looking at your back then she turns around which is great like even if she's even if she only spent like a four count to the back and then came to the front that would have been acceptable not okay acceptable but an eight count like you know it was a bit long it was a it's, bit long it's, it's, it's a waste of your I'm performance time i'm surprised the show didn't put a Sound effect over that. It, yeah, it was it was a waste of performance time, but like that last note, you know, she's definitely Jan's sister. <laughs> also, is, is she Scottish? She was very like, feast your eyes on the bony loss. I don't, I don't know. Is she Lawrence Cheney in disguise? But, mm, is she Tom? Well, remains to be seen. But I did like Rosie's performance. Yes, I love that final note that she did. Not as not as high as Jan's, but you know, she <laughs> she hit it. Now Tamisha Iman, oh my god, the way that Tamisha walks in and starts her rap, that Tamisha Iman is coming for you. That is oh how I'm gosh. walking into every room from now on. I love If I'm that. coming over to your house, I'm gonna be like, Polo, it's going to the kitchen. Like I'm gonna be where are you going, Polo? Polo, it's going. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna walk. What you have to do is you have to you've kind of arch backwards a bit your shoulders shoulders. have to like shrug and you have to bob as you walk forward i just thought that was i just thought that was everything i really liked it what and i loved how the other girls were like her her loyal subjects Mm. gave her like a regality in this so i mean i'm giving her maximum points for that point and walk alone and I don't really care about anything that came after that. Congratulations, Samisha. You are the winner of this. Is that it? You're the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. <laughs> and the winner of Season 13 is... I thought it was great. I did like Tamisha's performance. It yeah. was good. Yeah, it was It was good. Yeah? Yeah. So I mean, like, for that point in Walk Alone, I'm, I'm, I'm just loving it. Now, Utica is just very... I think she had the most fun with her verse her rap was the most fun um very 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 her and the voice characterizations that she put to give it um, Mm -hmm. some dynamics i thought it was great it was very theater it was very utica i wasn't mad at it you know who she is don't you crystal method yes she is absolutely is the question is will she make her mama proud (laughs) <laughs> where did you think that was going to go tom how did you think the conversation I, I, I was going to flow thought, from there what was laugh. i what was you, i going to say i thought you're going to ra- laugh at brewers and go yes like, yeah was, no, no, okay no. Uh, okay mm. could, could you not just do that and just edit it in i can edit in a laughing track yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah please look overall again i'll say it the performance was better than last week's very very good and i just love their synergy and how they did look like a girl band yep i think rose and um denali were the two standouts probably for me. probably if um, they had to choose a bottom i would say it would be kamora Probably. Just from this performance. The other person, I don't know. Let's see how the the whether they feel the runways 
factor into this though yeah but based on this i i am in no disagreement with you i fully agree with what you've said okay so the category for the maxi stage runway is sheer sheer so sure the key thing should be see-through fabrics or like translucent fabrics okay and we're staying off the denali i don't get it i don't like it so i can kind of see what she's going for it, it doesn't give me a lot of sheer apart from the paneling at the front in fact her vamp runway was more sheer than this okay um so it's the same silhouette she gives all the time the kind of skater dress thing it's it's a lot it's, it's very like you know effie trinket in hunger games in the second film, a lot of her designs were very Alexander... Well, they were actual Alexander McQueen designs from early noughties. Mm-hmm. And it looks a lot like something like that, that Effie might wear. Yep. But also, there was this Marc Jacob loofah dress that was doing the rounds last year as well. It's very that as well. Okay. Uh, do you like it? Like, what are your thoughts? Overall, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I, d- I didn't like it's, it. It was a little bit missed the mark and was a bit boring. I really wanted her to nail the runway because I actually was rooting for... I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I wanted her to win we this week. We were all rooting for you, didn't What I? about Joey J? So the first thing that reminds me of Viv's videotape dress from um, the uh, Dragon a Penny challenge. Remember? Okay. But also, I mean, and Ross mentions this, but I thought of it before Ross even said, it looks very Liza Minnelli. It's, you know, she loves her her black sparkly fringe do i think it represents sheer very well no i think it's more of a fringe look mm-hmm. but you know that's me being a bit technical do i love it mm, not massively i've liked other looks she wore better i do want to say that it's we can't have good we can't give aiden zane the hard time aiden for zane. wearing for wearing <laughs> the same wig yes. last year yeah we can't give her like you know she, she wore that wig how many times? That that boy, that what was that wig? That oh, like kind five of or like, six. She, she wore it cut. all the time and everyone was giving her heat. Now, I'm sorry, Joey J, but we can't expect you to. I know that's your thing, but we. It's, it's like if a girl wore the same wig three times in one episode, I'm pretty sure they'll be read to filth. To, to her credit, she seems to use temporary dye in it and she does change the color of it. Having said that... Um, I think for some looks it will work. For some looks, for a drag queen, it will really mess up the proportions. Yep. Okay. Just I'm just saying opinion. that I'm. I, I wasn't mad at it before, but if I just. I just want. I want variety. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Kamora Hall, stunningly beautiful. Um, she's got Dolly Parton hair, and again, she mentions Mackie, and it does. It reminds me of that um, iconic share look with the nude bodysuit with the embellishments and the feathers. Um, it's just very that. She's very Dolly meet share. Beautiful. It, I, I think very it's, Mackie. I do think it's gorgeous. I think yes. You know, I think the reason why she puts her costumes in storage is for safety. Not <laughs> not because if she's got all these damn Mickeys lying around, it needs to be humidity and temperature there, controlled. There, <laughs> there <know>. it is. <laughs> it's like, all right, Rose. This looks. Look, I'm not a fashionista, and Rose, I love you, but I do not love what I'm seeing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you in the sense that so like I see what she's going for. Okay, so the sheer element is the see through plastic that's on there and it's almost like she's got a like reduce reuse recycle message and she's like a little bit anime magical girl she's a little bit Katy Perry's bubblegum period and she's got these big tall sleeves which seem like an afterthought to me because even though the colour scheme is the same 
it's a pastel against a harder color and overall the elements don't work together for me i'm gonna say for me okay other people they may work but for me no yeah but tamisha iman oh dominique Devereaux lives on that that bow what is 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 that even a bow She's she's put a kind of vertical bow. There's big fluffs of oh. tool there, isn't there? Oh, she pursed her lips, ladies and gentlemen. Who? Who? Tamisha did. Or Rue? Tom, what was the Devil Wears Prada reference? Just just don't. Oh, okay. Just stop. I just think she looks so beautiful, but she's got like a real 80s elegance about her. Like in the 80s, it was popular for, I guess, women of a certain age to have like a quite high-necked matronly thing going on. Um, but she wears this with elegance and class, and you know she it suits her because she is she's a, a more mature queen. And she's Grace. She's Tamisha. Why? Why did you do that? I was helping. You didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I did. Stop trying to finish my sandwiches. I love that. She's like Dominique Devereaux, ghost of the Grammys. Is beautiful. Who? You, Utica? No, no, um, Tamisha. So Utica, um, this is a, she. She mentioned very Stevie Nicks. Well, yeah, Stevie Nicks loves a scarf, doesn't she? But she's one thing I will say. She's got a bit of an Ariana Grande ponytail going on. It's not Stevie Nicks' hair, but I love the like scarfy, witchy American Horror Story cover kind of feel yeah i like it i like it overall like it a lot one of my i i think one of her most she compared down looks so far actually yeah 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 now we've seen all of the we've basically seen the episode you know what i'm going to ask you i'm going to ask you which one of you deserve to go home no not that question who would you choose as the tops and the bottoms based from today's episode? Now, you're going to have to look at the performance. You're going to have to look at the mini challenges. Yeah. And you're also going to have to look at the runway. Do you have your choice? Well, okay. If I'm going to go for an absolute top, uh, it'll be... Oh. Where, <laughs> it'll, you know, well, excited not, there. She's not versed. <laughs> um, it'll be Rosé because her runways were very, very good. Apart from the final runway. Um, her Lady and Bump were very, very good and her performance was excellent. Denali was one of the, easily the, one of the best performances. I only liked one of her runways overall today. So far, her fashion, to me, is letting her down, but her performance and her dance, I'm love, I'm loving. I'm trying to think of somebody else whose fashion would push them further than their performance. I, I liked Utica as well. Maybe Utica, but she did fade a little in the performance. Uh, Joey's fashion does not push her to the front, unfortunately. Um, Tamisha's really solid middle for me. Uh, and I guess Kimura, Kimura has looked stunning all episode. and she, But she was the worst performer in the challenge, and that kind of balances out. I think this is Rosé or Denali's week. Yeah. I mean, I always put performances above everything. So, um, yeah, that's that's where I stand. I think the bottom is going to be Kimura and Joey J or Kimura and um, Tamisha. Iman is coming for you. I, I, I would. No, no, no. No, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to choose another bottom. If I have any psychic power... Then I will use it today to keep Tamisha at the bottom. Yeah, the thing is, everyone else, everyone else, but Kamora killed it. It's like it's very that. Like no, there's nobody, nobody failed. It's very that episode. You're right. There's room for everyone. Let's just say <laughs> that. Should I think that's what, it. Should we hear what the judges have to say? Yeah, I mean, we see. are the judges, but okay. Yeah, I, I, I declare. 
I declare Rosé and Denali the winners of this week. And who do you declare one of the ugliest people in the world? <laughs> I have a right to show my colour. <laughs> I am beautiful and I know I'm beautiful. I'm not saying she's not beautiful, but she's not looking beautiful tonight. Look at her. <laughs> her makeup is terrible. <laughs> I think we did a little mashup. A little mashup of the House of La Beja. <laughs> Let's see the rest of this episode. So we've just seen the other judges um, give their words. Some might argue less relevant judges. Yes. Mm. Who? What's their names again? I don't know. I'd have to yeah. read them. What do you do successfully? <laughs> <laughs> they just created the show. <laughs> now they have chosen the winners. I want to tell you what happened. The top two were Rose and Denali. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, very well done. I expected that. That's and fine. everyone else is safe. Now, how do we feel about that? Like, ain't nobody gone home and it's week five now. <laughs> Like week we are 17 it's like two, lockdown like what 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 week are we in the lockdown it's like we're what in week 2022 are we in now? now and we've progressed and, and nobody's gone home yeah um, i don't know if anyone's ever going home at this point so everyone else is safe and so we see a lip sync between denali and rose and i thought it was going to be epic because they they look like two amazing dancers you can see there was the um the dancer ego happening in the uh choreography yeah and it's a fun so song. this if you see Kami, this was a way to find out the alpha choreographer do you know yeah. what i mean this is the the t- this is it like whoever wins here was as the choreographer and denali gave a great performance she really gave a club mix girl britney spears dancing to it giving giving the sass whereas um who was the other one rose what's her name sorry (laughs) how did she get here what what, where are we she went a bit more comedic a bit more theatrical didn't she yeah Um, i didn't think that that's where she would take it i i i i i I think that's her go-to i think that's what what rose will do but, you know, she was saying that she's a dancer. Look, this is me. Maybe this is my, I'm going to start a conspiracy theory here. I think that was a cop-out. I think Rosé did a cop-out because she didn't want to go choreography up against choreography because then she can say, oh, you are a better dancer. If she went and did a camp, then it's not two styles. It's two different styles. So she would have won because she did something different, not because she's a better dancer. What are you expecting from her, though, choreography-wise? Because all we seem to do is the funny slidey dip no but she says that she's a dancer she's a she's a dancer she says that and she I, dances she sings that's her thing she's an amazing singer no one can ever take that away i love her voice but this was a time for her to show that i mean she was she was questioning all the 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 judgments with the choreography she was questioning the the timing she was saying she wants choreography to build and build and look like she knew what she was talking about so this was the best chance for two choreographers and two dancers to go head to head and i i just personally feel it was a cop-out to not do dance to not perform it with a strong dance element fair enough fair enough i think she sees herself as a combination of comedy and uh, dance yeah okay cool that was just me just saying something, okay? Okay, Tom? Just giving my opinion. You're insightful. Am I? Because mm. I, I don't feel that, Tom. I feel very attacked right now from you. Okay? It could get worse, so watch your step. <laughs> so that's it. The winner of this week was Denali Well Deserved. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to say it. These girls were better. This performance was better than last week's. And I know that the last week girls, Team A, we'll call them, are going to think that they're better when they watch the show, which they are watching now, I hope they realise these girls are, were amazing. I don't think there is an A and a B squad here. I, th- I think 
you know, a lot of the judgments in the first week were quite arbitrary. I think they need different names. I think they just need to be like Team Lavender and Team Fuchsia. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so there's there's room for everyone. Yeah. Except for Serena. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Another reference, Tom. You're just you're just missing everything. You're just shooting blanks today. And none for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> So that's it. See, that was it. Episode three, was it? I, was, I think this was a really good episode. <laughs> episode three. No one's gone home. No one's going no one's home. Ever going home. No one's going home. Although Rude did say next week someone's going home. This is RuPaul's best friends race right now. Anyway, that's it. Thank you very much for listening to us talking, recapping, giving mm-hmm. our professional, professional, professional opinions. Please um, like us, follow us on our Instagram. Yes, spilling the GNT podcast on Instagram. Spilling the GNT podcast on Twitter. Twitter. Engage uh, with us on social media. Tell a friend. Share us. Rate us on iTunes. Yep. I'll just send us a message. Whatever. Please. Please keep safe and join us next week as we review UK episode two and then episode four of RuPaul's Drag Race US. We're busy boys. Until then, we'll see you guys later. This is Polo. And Dr. Tom. See you later. Lots of love, guys. Bye. See you soon.